welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It's me, y'all, Penny Anassi, and I am here again with another episode. Um, you guys really, really liked last week's episode. I'm so happy. Jameer is literally such a gem. He's so funny, so cool. And I was so glad to finally have a man on the podcast. Seriously, I was like, yes, I do this more often. Great vibes, great energy. I loved it so much. And so did you guys make sure you guys continue to share and repost. Thank you for sharing and reposting. Y'all are the best. Um, But yeah, let's get into like my updates and stuff. So um, I've been really, really good. I've been getting adjusted in my new apartment, adjusted to, you know, New schedule, new routine. Well, not not new routine, but same routine, new place, new new vibes, new energy, just, you know, all that type of stuff that comes with moving into a new space. And then also, like, more work with the podcast and, like, sponsored posts and, like, things like that. So I've just been trying to figure out what that looks like for me. And, yeah, and also what my next steps will be when it comes to school because, as you guys know, I definitely – ultimately want to be a licensed therapist, clinical therapist, and get my PsyD. So I am mapping all of that stuff out. So in God's timing, all of that will happen. I'm not really in a super duper rush or anything like that. I just know that ultimately, I definitely do want to have that credibility when it comes to talking about mental health and stuff. And I also want to be able to sit down with patients, especially sit down with artists, um, be a therapist for a label or even a therapist at like different companies, speak on different panels, you know, work with HR in a sense at different companies when it comes to mental health, mental health and stuff like that. And I just think that a doctorate will be like the best add on, like my last schooling ever, ever, ever. But um, I feel like that's in our African blood. School is literally in our blood to just keep going and it's really not even something that I would say has ever been hard for me it's more so a choice and the discipline that comes with it it's just like finding that time to do it and then also finding God's time so that's what your girl has been thinking about at least just to let y'all in a little bit on that um but yeah so this episode was supposed to come out on Monday and this might be TMI but I tweeted last I think I tweeted on Monday. Let me go to my tweet. I'm about to pull it up for y'all. Okay. So, damn, I, I stay tweeting. Okay. On Monday, I was like, why do we go through all the wildest deaths, turns, and twists of emotions? And then we get concerned for ourselves. And then we realize it was just PMS. We legit get tricked every single month. What the freak? Well, happy Women's History Month, I guess. Because, y'all, when I tell y'all, the past week, I want to say, past week and then over the weekend, like, I was super duper emotional. Like, my emotions were just, like, all over the place. Up, down, to the side, to left, to the right. Backing that thing up, moving that thing forward. My emotions were like going ballistic and I was just like, oh my God, what's what's going on? And I had an episode about this before. Um, I believe it's one of my solo episodes, just about PMS and just like mental health and just mood swings and things like that. And 
I really forget like what I'd be telling y'all. So it's like I forgot to tell myself, hey, you know what? It might just be that the fact that you're it's about to be that time of the month. And so you're you're just going through your, you know, the normal PMS the week before that. Most women are literally on some other shit. Like our minds are doing jumping jacks and back handsprings and our hearts are going nutty. But everything that we feel is true. It's just like very much so enhanced. So yeah, like that happened Sunday, Monday. I don't know why it's only, I've only really experiment experienced real like PMS symptoms like at the past couple of years, like two, three years. Maybe it's because I'm getting older or something. I'm just like, this is for the birds. And God damn it. But I mean, I love being a woman though. But yeah, with that being said, happy Women's History Month. Um, I love how we're kind of making Women's History Month a whole ass holiday, it seems like. And I feel like women deserve, it should be like Mother's Day, but just for all women. Like we deserve flowers. We deserve to be taken out. We, we deserve to be cared to in a sense or whatever the case may be. But yeah. Um, my message was happy International Women's Day to me and all of the amazing women in my little internet community. Our femininity, empathy, emotional intelligence, intuition, grace, and resilience is a gift. Sometimes it feels like a weakness to feel and care so deeply, but it's not. It's our biggest strength. Learning to embrace and not push away those gifts more and more every day. Thank God for us. Thank so yeah, thank God for being a woman and even just me as a woman who I know that I I care so deeply for people, the people in my life and I feel things deeply and not even the feelings of sadness, but just feeling things and giving a fuck like I care. So sometimes it feels like, damn, why do I have to care so much? I wish I didn't care because, you know people can hurt your feelings and stuff like that. But I mean, it is what it is. And I'm so proud of my caring and my emotional intelligence. I've finally learned how to like balance it all and make it all make sense. And not, you know, let emotions control me, but still let them lead me in a sense, you know? So yeah, happy Women's History Month to all the badass women, all the bad bitches, all the bad, bad bitches, all the bad bitches, all the bad, bad bitches. Nah, but for real. Happy Women's Day. And I shouldn't say bitches, but you know, we can take back the word. Like we take back the word. Take back the word like nigga, whatever. But anywho, women are amazing. Um, um, one thing I also want women to do more is like of uh, is like embracing like their femininity. I know like the world can harden us so much, but like that femininity is our divine strength and our divine power. That is how we were made to move through the world. Not and not in a sense of gender roles and stuff like that. I'm talking about pure fem- femininity and didn't push it away. So that's kind of what my post was about. And also men need to do the same because a lot of the times why women are, you know, have these masculine tendencies or whatever the case may be is because the men aren't there to have them and somebody has to get this shit done. So, yeah, um, that's that for Women's History Month. Um I do want to shout out a couple of women that just off top of the mind that I love and adore. I'm going to shout out one of my really good friends, Jakana Celine. Jakana Jacobs, but her name on Instagram is Jakana Celine. And she's just an amazing spirit, an amazing soul. 
y'all go check out her episode of the podcast, The Power of the Follow-Up. That girl is follow-up queen. We have so much coming up, and I'm just so happy to be partnered with somebody who, like, we can bounce ideas off, off of each other. Our strengths and our weaknesses coincide. Everything is just everything with her, and love you, Jakana. I also want to shout out someone who I'm not um, personal friend of, but I literally adore. She's so dope. Kennedy Johnson. Kennedy Johnson is a YouTuber, host, and a influencer. And she just literally is hysterical. When I say I be crying, laughing at her content, I really, really do. And what I appreciate about her is her authenticity. One, she's gorgeous. Let's just put that there. Gorgeous, confident. Love me some confidence. And she's so funny. She's so, so funny. And seeing just a woman that's so beautiful that doesn't have to only like use her looks and actually has a genuinely dope, one-of-a-kind personality is so amazing to me. And I just like how she shows up as herself on the gram all the time and is not afraid to like, and not afraid to talk her shit. Like, I feel like people are so used to like, be humble or whatever the case may be, but nah, like you're a badass bitch and that's what you are. So act as such and claim that because who else is going to do that for you? So I love that about her. Um, And I also want to shout out Courtney Brand. She's from Houston, Texas. She is also an influencer and wow. Okay. Y'all can probably hear the train, but Courtney is from Houston, she has a blog called The B Word. Her name is Green Eyed Soul, Green Green Eyes Gold Soul on Instagram, and uh, she's my mentor actually. And literally, that's why these sponsored posts and this sponsored content is happening. So basically, she's really good at teaching us how to make money off of being on the internet, which is dope because that's the way the world is going. And it took me a while to kind of accept that for myself. Cause I was like, I don't want to be no goddamn influencer. Like what the fuck? Like I just thought it was a little mindless, but it really honestly isn't, especially if the content that you're providing isn't mindless and my content isn't mindless. So it's okay. So shout out to Courtney. She is hella down to earth, hella real, hella straight into the goddamn point. Um, one of those people that just like inspires you to be on your P's and Q's. Like one thing that she tells us all the time is like, show up no matter how you feel, show up and not just for you, but for the people who are like looking at your content, like this stuff makes people's day. Like this is what they look for. And so now if you are truly doing this, not for yourself, but for others, show up for those people and I just adore that. And she is not afraid of sharing what she knows. Like a lot of people in this industry will like hide things and not try to share how they're, you know, making money or how they're getting these opportunities. But Courtney literally will tell you how to do it from step A to step Z. And she will root you, root for you along the way and plug you if you're doing the work as well. So I truly appreciate that. I believe that her mentee class might be open with a couple more slots in a few. So definitely, if you are interested in anything like that, you should definitely check out her. 
page. And lastly, I want to shout out my friend, Arielle Simone. Um, that's who the guest is for this week. And also, it's her birthday month, and I have been doing her intentional birthday challenge which has been amazing y'all been probably seeing it on my instagram so like today i had to read for 20 minutes um another day it'd be like consume three veggies another day it'd be like have hot lemon water to start your day um have all of your meals without any electronics so just different intentional living things and i definitely think i'm gonna do that sometime this summer for for your thoughts because it's a dope way to build community and also just you know just make things make in make living intentionally fun you know what i'm saying so yeah i've been on this intentional living thing kind of since i moved to new york and every year of course i get like more and more and more intentional and life is just better than ever before so i'm all the way here for it um and also like i said she's our guest today so y'all stay tuned this is like a gem when i say she is holistic mommy. She is beyond. And I know a lot of us follow her on Twitter. We She's so funny, but also has all of, all of the health gems that we didn't know that we needed. Um, so stay tuned for that. Lastly, can't wait for freaking spring to come. Literally, I was dead at this post. Y'all listen to this. This is how I felt. It finally hits like a hot 65 degrees and y'all this is me scan a little cleavage <laughs> oh! girl gotta wear my little shorts girl i'm to go out it's warm okay this is the weather i like this mm, this the so weather girl oh, i love this weather oh let me just right so Finally, the sun is out in New York City. If you know New York City, you know it's like once winter hits, like everything is just like, uh, why? And seasonal depression is a real thing. I've talked about that on here. I don't really experience it, but a lot of my people that I know do. And I think the reason why I don't is because I take vitamin D supplements because I'm naturally like lack that or whatever. So make sure y'all taking y'all vitamin D supplements year round so that when this season comes around we're not like on some down shit you know what i'm saying so make sure y'all are like on it with the supplements and stuff like that and springs are on the corner we can all be hoochie mamas again i cannot wait um i'm so excited to just be like on people's rooftops drinking rosé you know like i summer is beautiful summer is just my favorite so super excited for that and yeah um what else yeah i'm going to denver for the first time i've never been on a ski trip so i'm doing that in about two weeks so i'll let y'all know how that goes me and my whole family for my brother's 30th birthday i'll let you know how that ski trip go because a bunch of african ski i mean not to say that we can't ski but it's just gonna be it's gonna be a time it's definitely gonna be a time i had not i didn't know that you had to have ski lessons my friend was like yeah you know if you go skiing you gotta like learn how to ski first you, it's just not a natural thing that we know how to do so we're definitely gonna be busting our asses but that's the fun of it i'm so excited to see my whole family and stuff um and lastly before we get into change of the week i wanna this i should have talked about this when i was mentioning jacana but shout out to 
another feature for the podcast. Um, the platform is called The South Got Something to Say, and it is a space for to explore the creatives of the South. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so cool. And I'm just like looking through it. I click media, right? I'm scrolling through it. I see Kazi Mag. I see Premi Mag. I see my girls from the Poor Minds podcast. I see Brandon Nixon from Google. I see Little Bacon Bear from DC, you know, Black Girls in Media. And then guess who I see? I see the For Your Thoughts podcast. And I'm like, what the freak? How freaking sweet. And it says, For Your Thoughts podcast from the South, of course, Houston, motherfucking Texas. And this is the write up. It says, The For Your Thoughts podcast is where psychology, pop culture, and self meets. A fun, humanistic, and empathetic approach to mass media, people, and culture. The podcast was created by Houston's very own at Penny Peace, where she uploads weekly content relevant to the intersection of all these topics, which in 2021 is essential. The topics of pop culture, mental health, psychology, etc. An amazing podcast available on all streaming platforms by an amazing human being. My heart. So sweet. Thank you so much. Um, the South got something to say. I'm going to post about it on the pay on the For Your Thoughts podcast. And yeah, if you guys know anyone who should be on there, go to the page. You can definitely submit their work. And thank you. Seriously, thank you so much. And also, thank you to all of you guys again for sharing and reposting everything. Continue to do that. Make sure you guys rate and review. That's also how we go up on the algorithm, especially on Apple. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment. Um, turn on the notifications like for the For Your Thoughts page and my page because y'all know the Instagram algorithm be hating sometimes when I post stuff. But thank y'all so much for y'all's support always and forever. We are going to move on to our next topic, which will be change. Before we go on to change, since after change, we're going to go right into the interview. I wanted to leave y'all with something that came across my mind this morning while I was like meditating and doing my de- devotion and stuff like that. Um, it was like in a sense of if someone is going to love you and if you are going to love someone you have to love all of them and you have to show all of yourself in order for them to see all of you and vice versa. And you are going to have to love their past, their present and their future. However, those decide to show up, right? You also are going to have to love them when they slip up and when they stand up. And you also have to be that person that is there for all of that. You know what I'm saying? And not in a sense of putting your shit on anybody. Hell no. Nah. That's what therapy is for. That's what God is for. That's what spirituality is for. And that's 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 set on that. But in a sense of just like the human experience, right? So don't be afraid to show that. And also make sure you're ready and willing to show up for 
that person and vice versa. Hope that made sense. I think it made sense, but that's what just came across my mind earlier today. I was like, you're freaking right. And then in my meditation on the Calm app, um, it was about scars, right? And just about how we all have these scars throughout our life. Um, Everyone handles things differently. And of course, like those triggers from whatever scars pop up, however they pop up for different people. And we all cope so differently. But um, if we learn to, well, what we learn in meditation is to look at that stuff differently. And so when you feel, you know, triggered or you feel, you know, a scar from the past, like what if you looked at it as not something that needs to be fixed, but you look at it as like an interesting part of who you are. Like it's a part of your story. It's a part of your identity. It's a part of what led you to where you are today. So if you looked at it with that much you know, introspect, care, and concern versus like, oh my God, why did that happen to me? Uh, I'm triggered. Like, all you know, like that. Instead, you'd be like, that's some interesting stuff. Like, wow, that really did happen to me. And this is where I'm at with it. And this is what I learned or whatever the case may be. That would make life so much doper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we all got that. We all really, really do. No matter whoever tries to pump fake like they don't, their goddamn lie but yeah I just want to share that with you guys because that hit this morning I was like hey wow okay you know it was a little cute little revelations whatever but okay we're gonna move on to change so change I want to quickly talk about Meghan Markle and that whole thing with the whole royal family and all that stuff and of course we're coming at it from a mental health standpoint and I had no idea it was going to go as far as her saying that she was contemplating suicide and they still didn't have any help for her and that just kind of reminded me of just everything that I always talk about how these systems that we're in and of course we're not in the royal family system but all of these systems don't have mental health in mind whatsoever and lives continue to be lost because of that because no one knows how to articulate how they feel thankfully Megan knew how to articulate how she felt like some people feel that without knowing that oh my god I'm not supposed to feel this way let me go get help they just go ahead and commit suicide so shout out to Megan Markle for sharing her story I know that's so hard to do shout out to anyone else who has had any suicidal thoughts or anything like that my heart goes out to everyone who experiences those type of things because it's just I know that it's just I've never been there before but from friends and family who have told me what they could even explain which it was hard for them to even explain it because it's such a crazy experience right um it's not easy and shout out to Megan for putting that on like that's like a global you know global I guess ad advocation that the word advocation for suicide awareness and um just how it was all plugged in it's real like this shit is so real so Megan Markle gets change of the week and shout out to her hubby and shout out to little Archie those oh my god y'all Y'all, the music, why am I by my window and people are out here functioning? That's what that's what I'm talking about. The weather is out. 
people out there popping shit. Anyways, so Lil Archie, the tweets were so funny about like how he's going to be when he goes back to like the UK and he's like, y'all, I'm black and like all that type of funny stuff. I don't know. Anyway, let's get into this interview with Arielle Simone, such a sweetheart. This is an amazing conversation. Please follow her, you guys. Interview time. So welcome to the Boy Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meets. I am here with Arielle Simone. Is that how you say it? Arielle, right? No, it's Ariel. Ariel. Ariel yeah. Simone. I'm like, what's up? Um, I feel like you give like big homegirl energy, for real, for real. I just tapped mm-hmm. into your YouTube uh, a couple of days ago, but I've been following you on Twitter. Um, she's a holistic mommy, um, a holistic nutritionist fitness trainer and wellness writer and her thing is teaching people how to eat for energy and I was super attracted to your Twitter first um because I have like a mad ADD and I used to have to take like medication for it but it just doesn't make me feel good so me and my mom are really big on like supplements and like natural things just for like cognitive function and um just like feel good and just like you know be your best self and whatnot so I think I saw you, I always see, like, I saw you retweet on my timeline with just, like, different things, whether it's for seasonal depression or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, wow, she's super dope. Um, I just screenshot everything. My whole, like, photo album is screenshots of your tweets and stuff like that. So welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so yes. excited. I'm excited. Um, yeah. so, mm-hmm. so, like, this is our first time actually speaking face-to-face. Um, so tell me about your story and like who you are outside of what, you know, we may know as people who just follow you on Twitter or Instagram. Oh, so um, I am from Brooklyn. Is that from? Yeah. And um, I was originally a model. So I was a model for like three years um, and I got really, really sick while in Paris modeling. And I would just super, super malnourished, super um, unhealthy. I was dehydrated. And I just wasn't in a great space mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I just wasn't well. So I got really sick and I started to learn a lot about physiology and the body composition and just what type of things feed the body. And then I got um, my my personal training certificate And then after that, I started getting different specialties and like advanced training. So I work with like corrective exercises, like just making sure people's posture is correct. Um, And then after I started doing that, I became a personal trainer for four years. I was like, you can go to the gym every day if you don't eat well and you don't take care of your mind and you don't treat your gut with care it's almost like nothing happened. You won't see a difference. I noticed when I started talking about nutrition with my clients, they started to see results a lot quicker than my clients who weren't really eating well. So that's when I connected the two, like, oh, okay, nutrition is super important. Abs are really made in the kitchen. So let me research that a little bit more. I started reading so so many nutrition books. Like I just started going crazy. I got them all over there in that little corner. Um, but yes, and then I got, um, licensed in holistic nutrition and that was very powerful for me because I, I just wanted to find a way to connect mind, body, soul, 
and understand who we are as emotional eaters. And that's where I'm at now. So pretty much I went from modeling to personal trainer. Oh, I also taught Zumba for a year, but that was just me being in my excitement. It's so fun. Yeah, I love Zumba. Zumba. I don't know if you see, but I'm always dancing all over social media. And I talk a lot about like movement. It's like, you know, like, Having that childlike, playful, like essence to yourself really Absolutely. like change your life. For sure. Absolutely, I just feel like it's it's important for us to be very intentional, and that can look different for everyone. But regardless, it's important for us to be intentional with how we think, how we move, how we eat, how we talk, mm-hmm. how we feel, and just tapping into like what's really going on with our temple. That's mm-hmm. facts. Um, I feel like I've started to be super I've always been an intentional person but truly like hone in on it maybe when I moved here honestly because I was like away from my family and like my normal friends and things like that and I was kind of forced to like be in solitude and really think about like who I am what I want to do who I want to be um so tell me more about like I guess when you say you were model and you weren't eating right and how you felt like how would you describe that to someone who might not know if they are you know like on the right track as far as like mind, body, soul goes. Like describe it to like, yeah. describe it to like, you know, a homegirl. I love that question. Yeah. yeah. I really love that question because I, when I was modeling, I was barely eating. I was eating like a cucumber on purpose. On purpose. It was intentional. Oh, no, like me. <laughs> yeah. like, you really got to be the smallest. Like you have to be way smaller, yeah. Because right now I'm 140 pounds. I really want to be 150, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I was 100 at the time. I was 130 pounds, and they really, really wanted me to be like 118. So it was excessive, and I'm really tall. So it was it was really, really bad. But um, I was barely eating. I was working out two times a day, sometimes three if I was in the mood. I did not, I had a disconnected relationship with myself and my body and food. I just didn't understand it. I was just like, oh, like I just need to eat this much and then I'll weigh this much. Oh, I need to work, burn this much in order for me to look like this. And then every time I looked in the mirror, I didn't see someone beautiful I didn't see someone fulfilling and that's because I wasn't doing something fulfilling and even when I got down to why I was even modeling it was all very scattered it was all very superficial very surface level and it required me to go through a lot to determine like is this who I am am I a walking man again am I somebody who doesn't get to speak you know and and it just it didn't sit right with me so before modeling kind of pushed over to this whole body positivity conscious mm-hmm. this so is before hard. instagram mm-hmm. this is before instagram too so this is like 2013 ish yeah. this yeah. is when instagram was still about food mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Remember those days. yes it okay. was then so um i feel like i was in a space where i just was very disconnected with myself and my body and my goals and my purpose mm-hmm. and when you are disconnected with your purpose it, it's easy for you to feel scattered and lost and i just lost a lot of my my personal life like i've always been this bright vibrant person but when it came down to modeling i was always just feeling like not confident and not sure and it just wasn't good i was not moving in alignment with what i was supposed to be doing at all it was terrible so i would recommend if you are in that space where you just kind of don't know 
what's what and who's who, just tapping back into things that feel good. Um, because I wasn't doing anything that felt good. You know, even working out two or three times didn't feel good. Just eating cucumbers and apples didn't feel good. None of it felt good. And then I can't wonder why shit didn't fall in alignment with me because I wasn't moving in alignment. Yeah. So How can things... Right? How would you picture abundance if you're not walking in the way you're supposed to walk? You're not you're going to right <laughs> abundance, sis. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. That reminds me a lot about, like, my... A little bit about my story, too. It's like... Um, Sorry. It's like, um, I guess people think that when you're like doing a job that people deem is kind of like, you know, glamorous or like successful, or if you're hanging out with this group or that group, they just assume that you are like, you know, feeling good, living good, doing all of that. But like you really, sometimes people really, really aren't. It's because you aren't in alignment with who you truly are. Although things might look good on the outside, like they don't always feel good. And you can get lost um, in a sense of like, from people like val- other people's valid- validation, like like so you think that that's where you should go, but it's really not, you know. And you right. were like, "Damn, I'm doing all this stuff, I'm getting all this praise, but like, why don't I feel good on the inside?" Right, right. Exactly. So, so that reminds me a lot of my story, and I feel like also people are scared to like. It takes a while to heal and then to you know get on the other side, which is like the the tricky part or whatever. But once you do that, it's like you can be that popping ass girl for who you truly are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's important to check in with what's going on. Like, do you even like what you're doing? Exactly. Do you like who you are? You know, I feel like if there's anything quarantine really taught us is who are you when you don't got shit to do? I guess. You know, who are you? Who are you? Are you somebody that gets up and cleans for no reason? Are you somebody that's like lazy? Are you complacent? Like, just who are you and who who do you want to be? After exactly. figure that out, so that's that's the bag that I'm in now. But it took me not being in my bag yeah. into my bag. That's, that's what people don't understand. It's gonna take you like if you feel like you're in the like the gutter right now, like the best is on the other side. But you have to do the work, yeah. and that work is not easy, and it's like continuous. I don't think people mm-hmm. know that. So speak more on. I'm curious about because you mentioned this also in your YouTube video. It's like who do you want to be, and you have to show up as her. You know what I'm saying? Literally, like, and it's like, even if you might self-doubt yourself, whatever the case may be, like, nobody can really tell the difference. <laughs> like, I, I'm not sure if people, like, understand that, like, everyone's out here, like, just trying to make it in a certain sense, in whatever way, like, you know, in whatever defect that they have, they're just trying to make it through. So speak more to showing up, showing up as that, especially when it comes to um, emotional eating. Me, personally, I've, I'm really tiny, so, like, I've never really had, like, a diet thing or anything like that. Um, more so like I think about like working out as a way to feel good and stuff like that, but you can speak to people who are trying to lose weight or people who are trying to do all of that or just even be your best self. Like how do you walk as such and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think it looks like, so I'm a big believer in holistic wellness. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard for you. Huh? I said holistic mommy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hence the name. So it's hard for you to eat well if the mind isn't well. It's hard for your mind to be well if you don't eat well. It's hard for you to operate throughout life if you have a job you don't like, you're in a relationship you don't like, you don't ha- you have a poor relationship with your mind, with money, like with sleep with water, like all of those things really, really matter. So I think that when it comes down to us imagining our healthiest self, imagining our best self and manifesting that person, it looks like getting really, really, really specific with what that person looks like. And I mean 
specific. Like I like to think about, um, I, and I'm, I swear I'm not even being dramatic. I really feel like I manifested my apartment and I feel like I'm, I do. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I manifested. Okay, about that. Yeah, I feel like I manifested the money that I have now, like being able to like pay for school for myself. Like, I feel like I manifested. That. I feel like I manifested my partner too, because when I met him four years ago, I was like, I just want a guy that's gonna like really, really inspire me and push me and like motivate me. A guy that's doing his own thing, and then I, it just happened. So I do. I, I, but so back to being specific about manifestation, right? Um, Write our stuff down too. So if we lose our thought, we can go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I could go in about all the things I manifested because shit is creepy. It's, a little podcast. it's perfect for podcasting. If, if you don't have a podcast already, I suggest you start one. You're, you're amazing already. But Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It's so hard. We could talk um, off air about that, but it's, it's, it's a podcast is not easy. That's why yeah, I'm here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I commend you for this. I think it's amazing. Penny for your thoughts is just perfect. So just thank you. Um, yeah. So being specific about it, I like to think about what that person does because our daily habits it shapes our life. It shapes our everyday experiences, and it, it will what we do every day today for this whole entire month sets up the next month and that month sets up the next season. So that's just like, just getting down and specific with the daily habits. The person that you want to be, what is their mornings? Like how the fuck, how do they start the day? Like how do they start the day and how do they end the day? So having a morning and a nighttime routine that feels like self-care, that feels like self-love, it looks like not being on your phone for at least an hour. Mm -hmm at least an hour. Like it is so easy to wake up and just be on our phone and our phones, not to say that they're unhealthy, but they are severe distractions. It's just too many thoughts and too many opinions and too many experiences that we're digesting before we even realize how we feel. What we, I think like, what do I think? That's what I'm saying. Like, what do I think about what just happened? Like, who am I? What are my attentions for today? I don't, I don't even know my intentions. I don't even know what I'm eating for lunch, but I know that this girl just did this with this nigga. Like, you know, it's just, it's too much for me. And I just, I highly recommend less phone time, less distractions, tuning in with yourself and setting intentions for the day. The second you wake up, it's like, this is what I'm getting done. This is who I am. I recommend a morning routine that involves mind. So taking care of things for your mind. Are you meditating? Are you reading? Are you trying to learn something new? Are you just, be, just take a moment and be in silence for a second as well. Uh, and then I recommend doing something for the body, you know, just get up and stretch, get up and do a quick little workout, 10 squats real quick, 10 crunches before you hop in the shower, before you get ready for your day, add in some movement, do a 30 minute yoga routine. I love Ariana Elizabeth on your on YouTube. Okay, I need to follow her. She's amazing. She has the best YouTube yoga videos ever. Um, it's so affirming. It's so soft and sensual. It's perfect. It's the perfect way to start your day. And um, so I would add in mind, body, and doing something kind to your spirit. For me, I really like to do either meditation or journaling 
every single day I journal and I write down 10 things I'm grateful for that happened to me the day before. I'm always just like, oh, because it, it just reminds me that I, I did get things done. There's a lot to be grateful for. The cup is always half full. How far you came too, because sometimes you don't realize like, yo, I was just back there like, and I made it here. So I yeah. did something, period. Like, you know? I did something. Motivating. Because mm -hmm, time goes like that, you know? We spent all 2020 in quarantine. Seriously. It's, so, almost, it's almost to the, like, the start of quarantine, like last year. The anniversary of when it all started is like maybe two months away. Absolutely. So time is just like a, a fixture. Like we don't even really see it. Mm -hmm. So um, I, do, I do think it's important because it also feels good when you go back two months from uh, when you started and you just read your old journals and I just noticed my vocabulary changes my thoughts get better they're a lot more positive and it also forces you to be positive when you just think about the things that you're grateful for mm -hmm. so that's um I would highly recommend a morning routine that feels like that and then always having like a cup of water I usually have some mint or lemon in here um, or cucumber something um hydrating and yeah it's just taking care of mind body soul first thing in the morning i like to just get up and make my bed this way i don't get back in it like it's nothing for me to get back in it because i work from home and I, i'm sure a lot of other people might work from home. yeah yeah a lot of us is working from home right now so i do think it's important that we get up move our bodies take care of our spirit before we even attend to business before we attend to anyone mm -hmm. and then a nighttime routine that just feels like you have to unwind and um i love the word aftercare and i just feel like we require a lot of aftercare like even after this conversation i know i'm gonna require some aftercare because i'm like it's just the energy like you get on a high when you're talking and you just like and and all day when you just doing your job you helping people out you being of service and then you got to turn around and cook for yourself and clean it you need to decompress you need to unwind and you need some aftercare to digest what your day was like that's crazy like after every interview which is a good thing because I'm passionate about it. I really do be on this high. It's like crazy. I'd be, I'd be like, I don't know. It's just the feeling I can't explain, but now I know what that is. Cause, and I'll just be like, I just got to lay down for two seconds. I just lay down like this for like, <laughs> for like a couple minutes. And then I'm like, okay, bet. Like I'm back to normal. But it really is like a crazy adrenaline, adrenaline rush. Like that people go through, they don't realize like that's what they're feeling. Yeah. And you can't bring anxiety if you don't like know where to place it. You know, right. Like how to handle it. That's another thing too. So imagine like what's happening to our body, to our mind, to our spirit when we do not take that moment to lay down, where we do just like was on a high all day, helping people out all day, answering the phone all day, and then doing. I bet it's even worse. Yeah, and then we're like going to sleep on the phone, making sure we digest other people's thoughts and experiences and opinions again. Like it's a lot. It's a lot, and I think it's important that we tune in with how we feel and we tune in with our thoughts. It's the only way we can manifest the things that we want because we're allowing a clean slate to happen. Okay, so this is really my thoughts. This is really how I feel, and this is really how I see myself. It makes a big difference, and I think just having a morning and a nighttime routine is so important to how you can manifest your life. I also think eating well makes a big difference. Eating for energy, intuitive eating, listening to your body, learning who you are as an emotional eater, just peeping game on yourself. Like learn how to read the room type shit. You gotta 
like, oh, did this really make me feel good? Or did it? Yes, I talk about like, uh, I talk about instant versus like delayed gratification before on another episode. And I was like, you got to take a moment before you, you got to think about stuff before you do it. Like, it's like, okay, okay, like, if I eat this, it's going to be good right now, but it's not going to feel good tomorrow. If I drink this or smoke this, whatever the case may be. So, of course, like, don't live a boring life, but just think about, like, those actions, like, intentionally for real. Yes. And um, it's crazy, too, because um, how we how we feel affects how we eat and how we eat affects how we feel. Yeah. So the and everything has to that because I know you're going to see emotionally and you have hella questions on that. I want people to know because they're going to be like, okay, yes, yes, I get it. But it's so hard for some people to change their habits, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been reading Atomic Habits, and I'm like, why do you think it's so hard for people to change their habits? And like, what's like, what have you found effective to truly like changing it? Um, you know, like practically because it's like it sounds good. But some people have a harder time than others. All right. I think it's really hard for a lot of us to change our habits because, one, um, we're comfortable. We're complacent. I think another reason why it's hard for us to um, change our habits is because it reinforces our limiting beliefs about ourselves. So it's... it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> it reinforces it not yourself for real yeah yeah it reinforces it like if you thought like for one second you couldn't do something staying in that habit reinforces that you couldn't do it so you were right and don't play yourself again because you're right like you know and that is that is crazy but changing your habits changes your life and i just ordered atomic habits uh, me and my partner i'm i really need the actual book though because it's one of those like you know, take note type of books. Um, I'm on chapter eight and I'm just like, whoa, like literally just like three weeks in, I was like, well, don't ask why I'm not done in three weeks. We'll tell it later. But um, it's really a good book. It makes it make sense practically. But yeah, continue. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I, me and my partner just ordered that book. We're going to read it together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so yes, the habits. And um, I think that when it comes down to changing our habits, sometimes we get so absorbed with the idea that it's like all or nothing. It's like, I'm either going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm either going to drink my water. I'm either going to meditate every day. I'm going to journal every day. I'm going to do all of this or it's nothing. (laughs) And that's not so. Huh? The book talks about that. If it's basically like people give themselves these big, it's like, how are you going to go from not working at all? saying that you're going to work out every single day like it's it's not practical and then when you don't when you miss a day you end up feeling defeated and then the mind like will trick you into being like well fuck it then i can't do it or let me start tomorrow and then tomorrow be like let me start tomorrow but that's the thing too with um habits is that that's a part of the habit not doing it and, and it just reinforces why we shouldn't do it. So I also, it, it's, it's a lot of psychological breakdowns that happens as to why. Mm-hmm. It's layers to it. But I think for the most part. Um, like the rats, you know, like rats get reinforced with like positive, all that type of mm-hmm. really like that. Yeah. And it's also really hard when, um, when, when you want it so bad, but you just 
you one probably never seen it done. You two, um, if you have seen it done, you you don't know anyone in your close circle that's gotten it done. Sometimes that's really hard for me. Sometimes when I, because when I manifested this apartment, I was like, I don't know anyone that's ever gotten a brownstone apartment. I don't know what that looks like. Like, and I was just like, oh, how can I do it? I've never seen it. But the second you, I've never seen that. I'm from New York. Yeah, I'm actually from the project. So I, my whole neighborhood, we just never seen it. So I was just like, oh, how can I be a part of something if I've just never seen anyone do it? And I think it just looks like slow steps, slow, slow steps. So like, I was just like, okay, right here is what I can do. I can start a rehabilitation program for my student loans. I can do that to help my credit. This is something I can do. It's always just starting where you're at. Even when it comes down to working out, like sometimes we get absorbed with, I need to get new clothes. I need to get weights. I need to get the bands. I need to get the yoga mat. Like you can literally just start off with your body and the floor. If you, and that's it, work your way up to the yoga mat. When you get the yoga mat, work your way up to the weights, work your way up to the resistant bands, because you don't want to buy all this stuff and you did not create the foundation or the habits or the habits to use it. And now you should collect dust. Yes. And taking up space, like, and then you looking at it feeling bad because you ain't doing nothing with it. Because you ain't do it. But if you reinforcement, like looking at things, like it's like if you place something somewhere, this they talk about this in the atomic habits. Like if you place like your water bottle right by your bed, you're going to drink it and things like that. That's a whole other topic, but yes. Yeah. Um, I like to sometimes I'll have like my mat rolled out before I go to bed. I'll just roll it out. Just so when I step out of bed, I'm like, oh yeah, it's yoga time. So I like to do that. Um, but I would also just recommend just starting where you're at and baby, baby steps. Like if you're trying to lose weight or even gain weight and you know, you need to work out, just start off with once a week. That's it. And then after two, three weeks, then bump it up to two weeks. I also think it's important for us to find movement that we enjoy. Like it needs to be mindful, you know, like we, like, if you know, you hate ab workouts, do not go search up an ab workout and push through a workout that you know you're not interested in. There's other ways. There's Pilates, there's yoga, there's other type of strengthening workouts. There's hit, there's oh, dancing. That's my favorite. That's what I found that like works for me. Yoga yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's dancing, there's hula hoops, there's jump ropes. There's so many different variations to for you to hit your wellness goals. And it's, it's a journey. And every single day, like just try to try something kind of new. Like, okay, yesterday I tried yoga. It was a little boring. I couldn't concentrate. Tomorrow, let me up it and do a, a dance workout. And then the day after, two days later, I'll do Pilates. Like switch it up and learn your style. Just like we have a love language and a communication style, we have a body workout style. Like it's just something that speaks to us. Mm-hmm. So like a self love language. You post something about that. You oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my bag of self-love language because um, we're so eager to show people how we receive love from other people. Um, but in the same breath, if that's how we receive love from other people, when we do it to ourselves, what does that feel like? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I noticed for me personally, the more I love myself in my self-love language, the less I require it from other people. Like it's, it's the less I need it. And I'm like, mm, like everything other people gives me is a surplus. 
it's an audition. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, thank y'all. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's why I think it's real, real important for us to love on ourselves in our own love language. So when you take the quiz and you're like, okay, I'm a words of affirmation girl and I'm a quality time girl. We don't then need to go tell people, oh, it's words of affirmation. Talk to me nice. Oh, I like quality. I like quality time. Spend time with me. No. It's a dub for that. We're not giving our love and how we receive love to external sources. We're going to see what that's hitting for with ourselves. So if I like words of affirmation, I'm going to see what it looked like and feel like to speak kind to myself. I'm going to do some mirror work. I'm going to say my affirmations. I'm going to look at myself and I'm going to dress up for no reason. And I'm going to talk to myself nice. The more you do that, the more you take yourselves on little dates. I like to call it mirror dates where I just, I call it. That's cute. Yeah, little mirror dates um, where I just dress up and I'm just in the mirror with it. And I'm like, you're cute. That you look cute. That booty poking. I'd be like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> you right. <laughs> you know? You just start feeling yourself. So th- that's important. Those moments are very important. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, during the... Well, when I went home, I had to quarantine because I got COVID. Um, and I was and I was testing positive for like almost two months. So I was in a room for like almost two months by myself. But when I say it was like a super transformative experience, it really was because I was like with myself. I had to have fun with myself. I had to just like and although I feel like I do that a lot here in New York and even during this whole quarantine period, it's like that time I really had no choice, you know. And it honestly, I think like I came out like 10 times, like with way more love for myself. I'm like, oh, you are actually very cool. Like you were actually like that girl. So in which I already knew that, but it just reinforced that. So I, I just was feeling good by myself. And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, I don't need none of y'all. <laughs> like, that makes, yes, that makes me yeah. smile so hard. Like I'm smiling right here. Yeah. And, and that's so beautiful. And I think that that's really, really important because when we do move like that, just mm-hmm. It, it's so many things is just going to roll off our bag. It's like, oh, you, you don't love me the way I love me? Bye. <laughs> Gotta go because I'm dope. And that's so. things, like, especially us girls that like, we see it on Twitter all the goddamn time. It's just like how men, you know, ancient, just how like girls are like begging men to like be in their life and stuff like that. And we've all been through it and whatnot. But it's like truly once you like tap into that, like, that's all you got to do. Like the, that's where the answer is. And people are like on clubhouse, just talking about all this stuff about dating and all these nuances. Like the answer is really within yourself. Like once you get that right, everything flows, like everything's totally fine. And you will find the partner that you're supposed to find. And y'all not gonna have to be on clubhouse trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know, I used to feel like, um, I was bugging when I said that. And I used to have to like, um, try to switch my brain off because sometimes when we create this, because I personally believe that the more we step in alignment with who we're supposed to be, we attract the right relationships. So we attract the right man. We attract the right friendships. We attract the right conversations, even with, even if it's with 
different our same people like for my parents like the more i step into my purpose the better quality conversations i have with my parents so um and and that wasn't the case years ago having good quality conversations with them so um i sometimes i do feel like that is true but then sometimes i feel like when i create that rhetoric that that's true then i start thinking like what's this person about did i did i attract this like, so I, I do think it's a fine, there, there's a fine line between, and it's, it's, a, it's practicing discernment in that as well. Like, yeah. like if you meet a shitty person or a shitty friend, it doesn't mean you attracted that. It doesn't mean that your alignment was to meet that shitty person. It was just like, it was in, a, in the cards for you to see how you was going to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So. Or you were a catalyst to help them in some way. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. God needed you to do that because you were the only one who could for that person. I think about that a lot too. That's a really nice way to see that. Yeah, I think about that because it's like it's not all about you. It's about every. It's I feel like there's a huge, huge bigger picture, and sometimes certain people can handle certain things, and it's like if they were like on a lower frequency, like you definitely brought them up a little bit just by being with them. They might have brought mm-hmm. you down a little bit, but you are going to be able to overcome that because you know you know what's going on, but I feel that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, with that being said, okay, we can go into, well, let's go back a little bit. Um, you were saying that you never saw like anyone, you know, getting a brownstone or or anything like that. And that kind of brings me to the fact of like, just, um, African Americans period, just black people period, like all of us, like we don't see people eating healthy. We don't see that whole thing. And it kind of brings me to the, whole Kiki Palmer situation. Do you remember that? Oh, I do remember that. So, yeah, Kiki Palmer mentioned something about um, that EBT card should only be used for healthy foods. Like, what are your thoughts on that um, as someone who is into, like, holistic health and healthy food? Yeah. Foods? Yeah. I think that um, I love me some Kiki Palmer. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I love her. We're, good. We're amazing, honestly, but her what? Her intentions, like they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her intentions were very, very well. Um, I don't know if you saw, but I did write a tweet above that, and it kind of was going viral because. Um, hmm So there are a lot of programs for people who are on EBT and food stamps to eat healthier. There's a pro- program called Snap Ed, and it's nationwide. It's in every single state. And it is a program that allows them to get food bucks and buy more veggies and less like meat and dairy. And so there are programs out there. I just think that when she said that, she didn't really know much. And it, w- it came off a bit classist and insensitive because I don't think that anyone on the planet, including myself, I don't think anyone should be mandating what people should eat. I think we all need to be encouraging one another to understand how food makes us feel. So if you are somebody that eats a lot of junk food, you do eat a lot of deli sandwiches, you're always at the bodega, just ordering like so getting soda and juice and candy and stuff, candy and stuff like that. If you are somebody that's like that, how are you feeling? How does that make you feel? Like, do you feel vivacious and vibrant and energy or are you angry, easily aggravated, irritable, um, just angry often, like, like tune in with how you feel. Are you tired after you have, after you just had this coffee with your three sugars? Are you tired? Are you crashing two hours later? Just tuning in with how food makes us feel. I think that's the best thing we can do when it comes down to like helping people eat better because people know, 
Yeah. People know how they feel. Yeah. People know. They're like, oh, after you eat a cheeseburger and some fries, you ain't take a nap. Yes, it's tired. Sandwiches, I'd be like ready to go to sleep for real. Anything I literally go to sleep after. It never fails. Yeah, and that's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. It a lot of things that's happening in the body when we're not eating the things we're supposed to be eating. It's the body breaking it down. It's the body deciphering what they can take from it. Like, and sometimes it ain't shit. But they're working so hard to see what they can take from it. It's like, it's like, like it ain't shit in this sandwich. Why you put this in my body? Like, it's like, girl. Yeah. And it's like, now we got to break this shit down and we can't even use nothing in it. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. So I am a chip eater and you read me the filth on one of your YouTube videos about the chips um and just like even salty things and stuff like that and it was so interesting and like insightful the way you broke down like how uh each thing like makes you feel like if you're craving something creamy you're you are you want to be nurtured which kind of is like reminds me of the whole thing of the, the whole eating ice cream after when your heart is broken and stuff like that um i love chips i haven't ate have i got any this year I don't know, but I've been doing really good with not eating chips. So can you um, talk about that though? Like each one and, or what you can remember off the top of the dome and yeah. Yeah. So um, when it comes to eating, is that what you call that? Emotional, emotional eating? Yeah. I mean, we're all emotional eaters. We're, we're all going to emotionally eat. That's, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when it comes down to emotional eating, it's two things. It could literally be the body literally saying, hey, I'm a little malnourished. I kind of need these nutrients. Can you go get them? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or it is um, you seeking validation or fulfilling a void in something else in your life, like a lack of intimacy, a job that you don't like, you know, a relationship that just doesn't feel good to you anymore. It can look like you're craving a relationship. Like you're literally like, I want a man. I want a friend. I want a a woman. I want someone in my life. Or it could just be your lack of money. Like you just feel like, damn, like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So this is what I can control. I can order myself these fr- this hamburger and these fries because even though I don't have no control of my money, no control of my life, no control of my job, and the way from this this is how I seek my satisfaction, and it's very very harmful. But we all do it, but it's harmful, and that's why it's important for us to feed our lives. Like when you peep game, like damn, like every time I used to have this job like six years ago where every time I was done off of a shift, I craved steak. I just wanted steak. Steak was going to be the only thing that was going to make me feel better. I wanted the tender steak that was also very chewy. So that just is signs that I'm aggravated and malnourished. And I'm just like, that's all I want is steak. I ain't want no vegetables. I want nothing but steak. And it was because steak was seen as a treat for me. I was like, damn, I just spent all day doing something I don't want to do, talking to people I don't want to talk to. Um, I'm doing too much of the things that I wasn't serving myself at all. What I'm about to do is order this steak because I'm about to serve myself. I deserve this steak because I gave my energy to people all day. Damn, that makes sense. Um, I would always get chips like back in the day if it was like, you know, from a drunk night out and I'm just going home 
whatever to myself, I would go get chips like from the bodega and just be in the bed eating my chips. Like after being out with a bunch of people having a good ass time, like those chips somehow like was comfortable and satisfied me. Another thing I would always do is order Wingstop after like, you know, a little weekend rendezvous. I would come back home and like for some reason, I just always order Wingstop or Crab Leg. Literally, every, my, my roommates are like, damn, again, wing, it's like, dang, okay, now that makes sense. It's just like a satisfaction thing. And obviously, whatever I was doing or wherever I was, was not satisfying me for me to have to come, you know, like, and I never thought about the reason why. I just thought it was just like, you know, I'm home, but I'm about to chill. And yeah. food. although it can be like that, but some, sometimes, a lot of times, it's really emotional eating. Yeah, it really is. And and I think that that's an important conversation to have. Like, what satisfies you? What feels fulfilling? You know, yeah. like, sometimes there has been times where I've been at a social outing and I just was not fulfilled. Like, I could be around in a group full of people and I just still feel a little lonely or I just feel a little like, this is not my space. So let me go home and go do something that's in my space. I know that I love these. I love Red Hot Chips. Me too. That's exactly what I eat. And the flame and XX hot, they don't really have that that much in New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like anything hot. I, I want you to make my nose run. Literally. <laughs> you would love the food in Texas then, if you like oh, it. Oh, I got to go to Texas. Everybody gains weight. No, literally. Yes. <laughs> it's good. So, and then you said even like with the chewing, you're like, you're anxious. Like, what's that like about? Or it's just yeah. all the same thing. Yeah, so it's all it's all relative. It's all the same thing. But I know that crunchy foods, it's like us literally releasing anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's like us being frustrated. And we don't even realize it. Like a lot of times, even when we chew gum, we're just a little frustrated. We're just like, like, we don't even know that our mind and our nerves are being reinforced by the consistent chewing. So it's it's so interesting the way hormones and nerves and just like neurotransmitters work. Like they they always work in our favor and always work against it. And it's how we eat that feeds and send the sends the right signals, the right messages to what it's going to do. Is it going to reinforce my health or is it going to reinforce disease and illness and sickness? Even a lot of like my smoker friends, like they say that um, it's not even about like the high anymore. It's more so just like that inhale and exhalation of just like just the act of it is like soothing to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that makes it just I can even like breathing, like meditation, like that feels good. So in a sense, it's like they that's how they feel when they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, my laptop. I gotta charge my laptop. Um. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's just the art of it, you know. And I know, I know a lot of smokers that say that. <laughs> you see my pajamas? Yo, you cute. Yeah. You see it? You those see are cactuses. Oh, yeah, I like those. Thank you. They're silk. Um, I love silk pajamas. They make me feel luxurious. Give me some more of those. Some more silk and like pajamas. Like that's one thing I really haven't gotten into yet. I need to. <laughs> oh, it's a game changer. You just start feeling like the baddest bitch before you go back. <laughs> okay we're set yes um, um where were we okay yes so basically it's about like what are what do your cravings really mean like that's really what it all boils down to and figuring that out as well figuring that out figuring like do i need to heal something in my life or um do i need how, how can i feed my life 
Mm-hmm. I'm so quick to think like, let me just eat this away. This is what I have control over. But just what does feeding my life look like? Does it look like me going back to school or developing the skills that I need in order for me to get the job that I really do want. And that's, I think a lot, a lot of us struggle with that. Having a job we don't like, when you have a job you don't like, it really fucks with our purpose. If Because I know we need money. So it's just like, it, it, it messes with a lot of things, like um, how we show up for ourselves, because it's like, I do a job I don't want. Like, I'm going to eat this. It's important for us to have creative hobbies. Go out on the weekend and get fucked up because this job stressed me out all week. Exactly. Or just can't wait for Friday to hit. Dreading Monday. I I always said that. That's one thing I've stuck true to. I never want to be somebody who's waiting to, although not to say you, some people have to because we have to make me, you know, make ends meet and things like that. But my goal, I guess, is to always like not have to wait so Friday to feel good. I want to feel good every day. Absolutely. That's one of my, absolutely. That's one of my greatest fears. Um, Like, and I told myself that like years ago when I had a job, I hated it. I was like, I never, I don't want this at all. Like I see my parents do it. I know for a fact that I never want to have a job that I don't like because I need money. And it just takes a toll on my mental and spiritual and emotional health. It really does. So I do recommend that if you have a job that you do not like, absolutely look into a creative hobby devote your time to a creative hobby wake up way before you need to go to work organize yourself set your intentions dream a little and then like from work to feed that hobby and maybe you can even make it a full-time thing if you want to absolutely and after work you know like play with yourself take yourself out on little dates like and when i say dates i mean like dates like let's walk around the neighborhood let me go grab a smoothie let me try a new cafe let me do something with myself by myself let me go to a museum and exhibit let me see what shit is hitting for all the time i know a lot of time we don't have no energy but like oh but i i encourage you to push yourself i encourage everyone to just push themselves to create to have a creative hobby it adds more joy to our we do not want to pass. And then the next day it's like, I w- oh, she was, she went to work. It's breaking up. Oh, really? Yeah. No. That's crazy. I just paid my Wi-Fi. Okay, we're good now. Okay, great. Perfect. You said, um, you were saying you don't want to um, pass and something like that. Yeah, you don't want to pass and then like, oh, like you were a worker, you know, and, and that's what a lot of people think. Oh, she worked hard. Like, okay. (laughs) Like, how did that change anybody's life or my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, was I kind? Was I playful? Was I like generous to people? Did I make an impact? Like, it's like that. And it's hard to, it's hard to be who we're supposed to when we're in space that that don't reinforce that idea we have of ourselves Mm -hmm. so i think on your own it's important to constantly think about who you want to be and try to reinforce that person by picking up practical habits small habits is just like little things that you can do every single day that aligns with who you want to be i like to think about it this way like my future self she a millionaire so i'd be like what do millionaires do I always think lately, as the past two years or so, I've been like thinking like I do want to be a wife one day. Like I am. Like I, I just kind of, of course, everyone thinks that growing up. 
But like, I really started thinking about like, oh, wait, if I'm about to be a wife of somebody's mama, I got to wake up and act like that. Like somebody's mama is not going to be watching E for like two, like, you know, I'm like, yes, you might be, but it's like, you got to, you know, think that way. Yeah. And Mm-hmm. And then it begs the question, like, what does a wife look like? What does she do? Or what do I look like as a wife? Not, you know, yeah. like, exactly. Mm-hmm. What do I look like as a wife? Um, what type of habits will I have as a wife? Am I waking up early? Um, is he waking up early? Who's waking up early to go make food or walk the dog and play with the kids? Like, who's doing things like that? It's building those habits before it even happens. Just like right back to working out with what you got. Mm-hmm. Another oh. thing I always think about too is like how, of course, we are like, and, and another thing is, fortunately, our generation we have like the privilege to do that. You know, like our ancestors didn't have the privilege to do any of this work because they were going through what you know, like what they were going through, and it's like they had to figure out how to if they weren't going to die that day. You know what I'm saying? So what I think about is like I am my ancestors' wildest dreams, and then I'm also someone's ancestor as well. You know, and I'd be like, yo, I'd be like, if I'm someone's ancestor, how do I, how do I walk? How do I move? How do I talk? Because my bloodline, us as just African-Americans, period, like it depends, like it's us, like, especially living in this specific historical time, like we were chosen to live in this crazy time right now with COVID, with everything, the upright with Trump and all of that. It's like, so how are you about to move? But this is like. This, this is your life, you know, and that just makes me, I'm getting chills right now. Like that just makes me get up and like want to kill the day. Um, it, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I actually never see it that way. Yeah. Um, thank you. Cause that is a great way to see it. Like I am somebody's ancestor. You really are. Mm-hmm. Wow. When you really think about like that, a lot of shit. Okay. And you are doing the work like you, and you, mm-hmm. you already are doing like the positive work, you know what I'm saying? Like you're already leaving your mark um, with this holistic thing. That's so huge for our community. I commend you for that. Like, and it's so hard to even um, just like tell people like how to eat and what to eat. People are just so defensive about all that kind of stuff. So I commend you for even this way you approach it. It's it's perfect. I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, It took me a while to get here. It really did. And I just noticed like for a while, um, you know, what's so crazy. Like a year ago, I blew up on Twitter because for, I've been talking about this health shit for like six, seven years. Wow. Yeah. I've been talking about it nonstop for six to seven years. That's crazy. And, yeah. And I'm just now blowing up on Twitter. And I really think it's because before I used to feel like nobody cares about health. Like they know everyone's I ignored. Right about mental health. That's how I feel right now. Although people can- act like they care about it like mental health for real for real like uh like medications just everything I feel like people are talking about it but on a light way that I think that I don't know but continue mm-hmm. that's how I feel right now how you feel it oh it sounds like how we gotta do a little it sounds like we should probably do a little clubhouse talk a little, yes. little talky talk yeah okay. um well we, let's not promote any other platform but this one right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you, you said that you were, you've been, like, you just started to blow up and you've been doing Yeah, I just started to blow up and I, re- mm-hmm. I really feel like I, I blew up like crazy. Um, recently, within the last year, year and a half, it's because I was just myself. I, I, I wasn't myself before. I, before I was just like, oh, 
broccoli's important everyone <laughs> like you know I was like so timid I was just like spitting out facts I wasn't making things relatable but then I was just like this is the way I talk and this is who I am I'm about to get on this camera and tell these motherfuckers they need to eat their broccoli they need to eat their kale they need to eat their bok choy and when I started talking like that <laughs> when I started talking like that so many people just like when I just started being myself and talking like myself so many people gravitated towards that and I will never go back to being standard and boring and hey eat the broccoli I would never do that now I'm in my bag and on your I literally was crying laughing last night on your YouTube, he was like, um, not me with this home. I'm, I'm <laughs> um, you were basically like, uh, it's your inner child trying to come out sometimes. And you were like, let me out the booth. Let me <laughs> out the booth. I was like, that is funny as hell. <laughs> it really is like a lot of things. It's your inner child like trying to just like be like, yo, I'm right here. Like if you tap back into me, we got this. You know yeah. I mean? Talk to me. Tag Talk me in. Talk like, to me nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. Okay. I want to let you go. So I know you have something at three. Um, let me make sure run down. I feel like we covered everything that's major. Yeah, What's exactly. the, this is a funny question. Oh wait, last before that about gut health. Like, Mm-hmm. Something quick about that. I um, talk about that, talk about that a little bit because I love kombucha. So whenever I like um, have any sponsor deals with kombucha, I talk about gut health. But um, how does like gut health connect to mental health? If you can explain that to you know my Ooh, audience. In that um, absolutely. So I'm actually dropping a gut health book this week. Ooh, yes, it's called Gut. Yeah, it's called Gut Check. It is happening this week. I'm dropping it. It's a beautiful, beautiful ebook. And it is about how to naturally detox your gut and how to eat for mental health pretty pretty much because the gut is the second brain. In our gut, that is where 90% of our second brain. Yeah, the gut is the second brain. It is um it is where everything lives. Like the gut holds 90% of our serotonin. It's 90% of our serotonin is produced in the gut. And serotonin is the mood boosting, happy hormone. Right. And on top of that, um, aside from serotonin, it also, um, 70% of our immune system is in the gut. So how we defend and protect our body against certain illnesses, certain diseases, it all has to do with the gut and anxiety depression, mental health issues, hypertension are all part of diseases that exist in the body. And they a lot of that stems from the gut. When we do not take care of our gut, aka IBS, aka which is irritable bowel syndrome, I suffer from that, um, as well as leaky gut syndrome. So those are just like pretty much different um, stomach issues that happen when we do not take care of our gut. And a lot of us experiences it in like tidbits, like when we're bloated or or constipated, or we're just like uncomfortable in, in the gut area. That is what's happening. So gut health looks like getting your probiotics in. It's really, really important for us to balance the bad bacteria with good bacteria. Our body needs good bacteria and bad bacteria to even fight with each other, to exist, to just coexist pretty much. 
And what that looks like is eating a variety of different type of foods. We need it. Like they say eat the rainbow and that's big facts. Like we should be eating different color vegetables often. We should be eating different type of textures often. Those type of things build good and bad bacteria in our body for them to balance one another out and create a healthy gut system. And we need it. And if you just notice like my breath is off, my skin is off, my mood is off. A lot of that is stemming from poor gut gut health and we and just have no one thinks about gut health like that's just I mean people do but naturally it's not one of the top things to think about yeah you know, for sure think about like everything but gut health no one thinks about how that's really connected to it's like to, to your brain it, yeah it's it's like literally the signals that stem from the brain stem from the gut they're connected and um it, it's Gut health is so, so important. It, it is the mind-body connection, literally. Like when we think about connecting our mind with our body, it is that dopamine is created in the gut. Mm -hmm. You know, like dopamine is what motivates us. It's what gets us up and going. So when your gut is poor and your dopamine and your serotonin is low, you're low. You're yeah. low. Like you're low. So it's important for us to eat nutrient dense, vibrant, colorful food. And most importantly, just eating for energy, eating for wellness. Like if you're, if you're, if your food don't look energizing, it's not a high frequency food. It's a low frequency food. Low frequency foods looks like breads, pasta, meats, low life. They like, they're just like, they're not in the life cycle, you yeah. know, they don't rotate or whatever. It's happening. Yeah. With them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if you notice that you're not going to the bathroom often, add more greens, add more fiber, you know, definitely have, um, take a probiotic. Another thing that's great for the gut is just taking care of your mind, like going to therapy, yeah. having daily meditation, stretching and connecting with your body, always moving your body. That like we think that we're depressed, but we're really just not feeding our gut right, and our gut needs movement. It likes it. It it def it helps it become stronger, so it can help us. And it's just it, it's it's. It's a holistic way to approach gut health, but I do think everything in our, in our um, spiritual life, um, because I do think our bodies are, I think what we're experiencing right now, like life is an experience yeah. right now. I personally believe that we're spiritual beings. I don't know what everyone else believes. I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual. And um, I just know for a fact, like scientifically proven, whether you're spiritual or not, that's the gut and the mental go hand in hand. And the way we take care of our mental doesn't have to look like medication at all. It could just look like going to therapy, even though some people do need medication. Let me, some people do need medication. Absolutely. Let me, let me reinforce that. Some people do need medication, but a lot of our answers lies in our diet and how we feed our system. So like that first is always a good bet before trying medication, or even I think that maybe like if you do, if you do, a lot of people that I know, even personally, like medication got me to a certain point, and then from there, I was fine without it. You know, so just, yeah, and we're not yeah. doctors, but yes, he just own. Yeah, absolutely. But just a few things that's like really bad for the gut is like dairy, fried foods, um, excessive amount of sugars. So like in, like soda, sugary drinks, um, 
I already said bread and over and overeating is really bad for the gut too. So um, if we're just like talking mindlessly and that's why it goes back to just being important and having intentional conversations with people and being intentional with your time and energy, because if we're just like eating and watching a Netflix show, we're not even being mindful. We could body a whole plate. And now the gut is like, sis, I did not need this. I didn't need all this. And now I'm watching Netflix. So, long yeah. to and how how am I going to how how am I going to break all this down right now? You are giving me like thirty minutes to break all this down. And a, another thing is too that's important is just taking care of our stress in healthy ways. So sometimes that looks like music therapy. It could be as simple as just getting good sleep. Yeah, you know, like a lot of us are just tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just tired That's <laughs> literally people be trying to grind all day shine all day but it's like take your ass to sleep for a second it's really bad <laughs> like now okay, you- um mm-hmm. go ahead no i was just gonna say that like good. we're just tired <laughs> yeah literally Okay, so that's really good, especially for the new year. Everything we've talked about, like people, you know, have all these goals, they have these intentions, these habits that they want to create. And that's just like a, this is a great way to go like into the new year. So thank you so much. Um, let's see. What's the craziest thing you've heard on Clubhouse? Like on some funny stuff, like that you just like, that's not actually right. Or just like, if you can recall a wild thing you've heard on Clubhouse. Because I've been hearing some crazy stuff. I'm just like, yo, what are you talking about? Clubhouse <laughs> know how to Clubhouse know how to smoke my shit. Clubhouse know how to get me tight. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my internet connection is acting a little slow. You can see me? I see you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So one thing I, I heard on Twitter, I mean, Clubhouse, Chatty House. The Chatty, Chatty House. Yeah. Was this girl was like... She has experience and experience and that there's no such thing as experts, especially wellness experts. There's no such thing as experts because your body is an experience and that um, you don't need. She said she said she doesn't need to go to school. (laughs) She doesn't need to go to school to help people eat better and live better. You just have to know your body like you don't need to go to school. That school is white washed and man-made and that it's just like Dr. Sabi um didn't go to school and stuff like that uh and um there's some truth there's some truth to like the medical industry being extremely racist there's some truth to um when even when you study nutrition like we're going based off of Eurocentric standards we're not going based off of what's good for the African and Black bodies but and although that's true I the, the I just could not help myself. I'm so outspoken. I just couldn't help myself. I was like, you absolutely need education. You absolutely need education. How dare you get on this platform and talk about you don't need to be certified. You don't need education from these white institutions. Yes, the fuck you do. Like, are you crazy? Like, you're just about to tell people anything. The fact that, like, institutions are white, like, take that away from us. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, like, I feel like we let like these white things cause they, they made them white things, but it's like, it's knowledge. We need knowledge. Like that's, that's what they want us to do. They want us to be kept away from it. So we can't let, you know, let the mind trick us when it comes to that. Like, 
Yeah. And it's, yeah. It, it's a cop out. It's to me, it's a cop out for you doing the work. And, um, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like their head to make themselves feel better about what they didn't do. Yeah. And one thing that I say that I really like about who I am and what I do is, um, it feels far in saying that, but, um, it's, one of my questions was, what do you love the most about yourself? So I guess that kind of goes into okay. that too. Okay. Okay. So I'll say, yeah. so um, one thing I really yeah. like about myself that I kind of wish more people were a little bit like was just understanding biodiversity and just understanding that what works for one person might not work for another person. Every single time I have a session with a client, I'm never assuming that what worked for my client before that is going to work for them. And that is important. Important. It is important for us as wellness experts to encourage people to get to know their bodies and tune in with them. I can't do that for you. Like no one can do that for you. So it is so important for us to tap back in with who we are and how we feel. And then when we're done doing that, tap into how we want to feel. So I that is the number one thing I would I would want, want anyone to take away from that. And I think my favorite thing about myself right now is becoming like I'm I'm really getting to know my hair and I'm really getting to <laughs> I'm really getting to know my hair and I'm really like learning how to speak Spanish and I'm picking up a lot of creative hobbies. So my favorite thing is that I'm eager to be creative. Um, I'm very, very fun and vibrant, but most of all, I'm getting to know my crown and I love this. I love this. I love, I like, I'm almost 30 and I, I'm still getting to know her and it's just, mm -hmm. it's amazing. So that's one of my favorite things. I'm loving on myself in like in way in inward ways and outward ways. And I really like it here. I love that. Okay. Um, so we always do, normally I do this before, but we just started talking and get into it. Um, my pen pal letters, people like write in or they DM me questions and things like that. And so for today we have, let me read it. I found it right here. Okay. So it says, Dear Penny, how do you be okay of accepting the unknown and trusting the process of letting go slash what's to come? Signed, it's anonymous. I never say anyone's name, but yes. So you can answer first or I can answer first, however you want to do it. Wait, can you, I kind of don't understand the question. So it's how, how, to, how, to, how to be okay of accepting the unknown and trusting the process of letting go slash whatever's to come. So basically I'm thinking about letting go and like, and like kind of like walking, you know, for me, it would be in faith and stuff like that. So I think that's what they're asking. Okay. So how do we walk in faith? How to be okay with just not knowing what's to come. Basically. Oh yeah. Um, I know it sounds cliche, but I, I'm, I'm just a firm believer that um, everything that's for us is supposed to be for us. Mm -hmm. um, hold on. Let me get a light because this is important combo. Um, I think that everything that we're going through is for a reason. I probably should have closed my closet, <laughs> but I feel like every okay. I feel like everything we're going through is for a reason. Every I, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. I think that um, I try. I encourage everyone. For me, I don't. I try not to think about the future for too long because if there's anything 2020 taught us is that we need to be. <laughs> 
pivot. We need to be able to pivot at any moment. So I think that that's a huge part of being able to trust the process and surrendering and learning how to flow because you don't, we, we, we really don't know. And because we don't know, we need to really focus on what we can control. And I think the only thing we can control is the present moment. It's like the and future. Everything we've talked about today, your everyday. And you can be who you want to be if you do those habits and you won't yeah. really have to worry about your future because mm-hmm. you're already kind of walking in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And practicing gratitude about who you are now. Practice gratitude about who you are now. And then also try to remain in the present moment as much as you can, because it's the only moment we got. Like the past already happened and the future didn't even come yet. So I try to be real present when I'm talking to people. I'm looking them in their eyes when I'm connecting with things like I'm reading. I'm just reading the book. Like I try not to do too many things at once because I want to experience things. I want to experience this conversation. I want to experience my book. I want to experience a movie. So just try to be in the present moment. Try to practice gratitude as much as you can because when you practice gratitude, it reminds you that everything is always working in your favor. The glass is always half full. So <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. So what's your take on that? I would say definitely I am um, religious. I'm Christian, um, but I also believe in letting people believe in whatever they want to believe in. Because honestly, I think it's just one thing up there and people have just called it different things. That's like kind of what I believe. I love um, that. I I actually love that. I don't meet a lot of um, people who are Christian that say things like that. I think that's really beautiful that you give grace and space for people to believe what they want. Yeah. It's a global thing. It's like wherever you were placed in the world, like people just named it different things. but it's all the same principles and everything if you really like look into it. But I would say like, it's actually kind of fun and magical to like not know what's in your future. And if you live in abundance, what's in your future is bigger than anything you've ever known, anything you ever thought, anything you ever daydreamed or imagined. You don't even know what it is because it's like that abundance and like amazing. So it's like, if you, think about it like that it's like oh I don't want to know because if if I know what's going to happen it's it's limiting it's limited to just my thoughts and what I've seen like you like you say but if I be like okay I'm just gonna trust God and do the work you gotta do the work you have to do what you gotta do every day then whatever is going to come to you is going to be brazy like it's going to be wild you're gonna be like wow like how did I how did I even get here sometimes I certain experience I've had I'm like how did I even get here it's because I was present in the moment I did the work and I just like walks, like like they say, walk by faith, not by sight. Like, absolutely, you can't limit yourself. You can settle and stuff like that. Like, because we are naturally like we naturally self doubt. We naturally think a little bit negatively. You know, like that's just a, a brain thing. So mm-hmm. it's like we don't even think the best. So that's how I like am okay with the unknown. I love, um, I love that nope. response. Oh my God, girl, I love that response. I think that's so important that life is an adventure. We don't need to know. It's fun. It's magical. Like literally, I said this in another podcast, like this guy that I was dating, shout out to him. He was great um, and still is. But um, he, um, like we would just like walk, right? Like we just like, like walk, like, you know, through Brooklyn or whatever. And he would always be like, let's go a different way. Like, we never know what we can stumble on. Even if we're just going to go get coffee or go get lunch. And we'd always stumble on a better coffee spot or just something cool that changed our conversation or something that just, like, just, you know, just, like, made the day just more magical. And, like, that's how you can look at life. Like, you don't have to know what's around the corner. That's kind of boring. Like, 
you know, so and then letting go, like you said, what's for you is for you and it's going to be for you. And the more you hold on to things, the more you can't pick new things up. So you're going to be like, you know, so like let things go if they don't, if they aren't in alignment, if they don't flow, if they don't feel good, um, pray and like, let it go, meditate on it, let it go, like just be intentional. So that's what I would have to say to you. I know exactly who this is though. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Okay. Um, I think that's it. So definitely let people know where to find you. I'm going to put everything, um, in the description and then send me the links to all your stuff or I'll go find it. Oh, I have a book club if you're free, if you're free on Tuesdays, I have a book. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be talking. I would love to. We're talking about The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I have that book and I never read it. Oh, <laughs> it's time to read it. I bought it right after undergrad when I decided to like go the creative route. And I just, it's just sitting here. So yes, that's good. Yeah, that's perfect. I highly, I, I recommend that book. So yeah, it's 12 weeks of like intense journal um, prompts and self-love exercises where we take ourselves on little mini dates and um it's, it's very it's a very powerful book so i'll be one hour every tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m we'll be just talking about the book and working on the chapter week by week i'll be there i'll be there i'm gonna post about it so maybe some of the listeners will be there too i love that cool yeah and um so where can people find you at any and even like if you have a last last words the okay. floor is yours and then we'll close out yeah Okay, thank you so much. So I do want to express gratitude. This was such an amazing conversation. Uh, I just feel... I love it. It was so fun. Like, I feel energized. Like, in a good day. Me too. My heart feels full. I really appreciate that you check my YouTube out. Like, I I just... I appreciate you, girl. Like, it it, it does a lot when I do these podcasts and people do their research. Like, I just feel like, thank you. I feel nice. So thank you so much. I want to express my gratitude to you for you sharing your platform with me. And um, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram, L-E Ariel Simone. Um, I am a holistic nutritionist as well as um, I do a lot of bodega work. So I go inside the bodegas and make them a little bit healthier, rearrange it. Okay. I didn't see that. Yeah. So that's my job. My day job is um, creating the promotional content and um, just also helping out bodegas like be a little bit more healthier, like fresh produce, putting it into the front, re- replacing the sh- sh- um, soda and stuff with water. Like it's it's really fun. Um, and the last thing I would want anyone. Oh, you can check out my website, too. I show a lot of my work there. Um, last thing I would like to leave everyone with is just try to figure out what alignment looks like for you and show up as that person every single day in small concrete ways. So maybe it's just waking up an extra 30, 20 minutes, um, 20, 30 minutes earlier, or maybe it's just lotioning your body a little bit longer. It's the small things that make a big difference. You know, like I just, I moisturize my feet and I just feel like, Oh, you silky. (laughs) Things like that. It's things like that. And when I feel silky, I talk silky. So I am silky. I love that. That's what I would say. I love that. Thank you so much. And thank you for even being like, yes, I will definitely do this. Um, and also just being like, so, you know, like actually invested, you know, and not looking at it as another podcast or whatever. I appreciate you. I'm glad I find you. I'm very intentional with who I interview, like, and just like even the combos that I have, like, I'm not in this for anything, but to make someone's life better. 
Um, and to just make people have more empathy and like think for themselves. And so that's, I don't, I don't play with my space. So thank you for sharing space with me. I'm so happy. It was so good. I feel so good. And I even feel though, good. yeah, I feel like it's a, this is like a part of my like habits and my, you know, things I wanted to do for the year is being more consistent with this podcast and doing truly like the work that I know God put me on here to do. So to share that with you is just reinforces what the whole podcast was about. Cause I've been doing the work. I've been eating what I got to eat, working out what I got to do. And it's just like, okay, everything just flowing and feels amazing. And I'm just so happy and grateful. Thank you. So thank thank you, you so much. And Absolutely. we definitely will do the book club. Um, once Corona's, whatever, if we get to, we can hang out, whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah, we can go grab smoothies or something. Yes, definitely. We're both in Brooklyn. Yes, let's do it. So thank you so much. Have a good day and good luck with um, okay. your next thing. You yes, it. absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.